Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a feel-good Friday from Chop Studios. It is none other than Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci right next to me, as always, partner in crime with his monster or whatever he's drinking today. This is uh, It's one of those days, huh? I'm going to do like that. Israel Adesanya, you ever see when he's in a press conference? No. Because they always have the monster here. And, you know, there's a big story about monster, the guy that the representative that handles all the sponsorship deals with the UFC. Which, by the way, we're not being brought to you I'm actually about to talk bad about him. A lot of the fighters, specifically Israel Adesanya is the one that I know of, they hate this guy, right? And But the UFC is in a partnership deal with Monster, so they have to do it. Uh-huh. But the fighters don't like him. So Adesanya, if he sees the Monster, he goes like this right away. <laughs> it just puts it all Every single time. Google it. Oh, that's YouTube so funny. it. That After is you're hilarious. Done After you're done watching. It is Friday, this March the 31st, the last day of March. March course. is gone already, folks. March is gone. Tomorrow, April 1st, April Fool's Day. Don't be that guy. Don't try to – just don't – no, like, fake announcing of pregnancies or anything like that. Just don't do it. All right, don't be that person uh, because it's just annoying. Um, and you just try to figure it out as you go along. Like How about this? Don't, the truth. don't be the guy that's able to be gotten on April Fool's Day. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. Yeah, don't be um, that guy Be either. the guy. If you could get me, good on you because I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Big day today I'm over here at Chop Studios. Anyway. Huh? I'm skeptical anyway. Huh? Skeptical anyway. Big day yesterday for the New York Yankees and also opening day across the entire MLB. We'll get into it real quick because, again, coming soon, the mojo. Some baseball props coming at your uh, at your service over there on the app. Mm. Aaron Judge picked up where he left off. He did. Um, you left the, the studio. If you, you probably I don't know if you heard me, though, from wherever you were. I was pretty pumped. <laughs> I was yelled on the top of my lungs for that home run. I can't believe he went yard on his first at bat of the season. It was crazy. I watched that home Dead run. Center. How I watched like most of the sports over the last six months of my uh, life. Highlight on. I got, no, I didn't even watch it. I just got the Bleacher <laughs> Report update. Aaron Judge homers in his first at bat. Yay! And then uh, Garrett Cole pitched himself a gem yesterday. He was absolutely cruising. He walked the first batter on four pitches, and I'm like, there we go. <laughs> you know, like, and then he just mowed down the rest. He had himself a night. Anthony Volpe, the, the stage ain't too big for this kid. Very patient at the plate. He walks. He steals second. Which, by the way, I got I got to put it, point out this stat. So, again, there will be prop bets. So when you're looking at basketball, there's there's rebounds, there's points, there's whatever you know, the three pointers, whatever. I'm not sure if there's going to be a stolen base prop, but if there is, there will be. But if there is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you the numbers. In 2022, last opening day, there were five stolen bases and four caught stealings, a success rate of 56%. Yesterday, in 2023, remember, five last year, there were 21 stolen bases. Two of them were caught with a success rate of 91%. So what it's going to do what now, is gonna two, happen two, with things, this? two things are going to happen. One, um, you're going to start to see a lot more bad-hitting catchers. That are really good behind the plate because you're True. gonna try so and a keep sacrifice, them a sacrificial ninth spot. You will start <laughs> in to your see lineup. that. I mean, and then, I mean, then you got the guys like Adley Rushman, who's just great at both. Do you see what he did oh, yesterday? What did he hit? Five, five hits. Five first catcher in Major League Baseball history, which has been around since which the we're 1700s. talking about. Anytime you're talking about something exactly that's been here since before the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> you're talking about like some historical stuff here. So. First catcher in Major League Baseball history to go five for five or to get five hits on opening day. 
Incredible. Pretty impressive. Incredible. But to the point of you were saying stolen bases, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, if I'm not be- mistaken, also, ready for this? I mean, there was only one pitch clock violation. Stroman, who you knew Marcus Stroman was going to be. And Devers he- got s- struck out. With on, it? On a batter. So they got to be in the box at a certain time, and the pitcher's got to deliver at a certain time. Now, the only thing I'll say about all that is this. You got to make it visible to the viewer. I asked you. And you're like, I'm not watching the game. <laughs> so, Dave's in the one. I'm in one room, no game on. Dave's in the room, game's on, and he's asking me questions. He's like, hey, where, where do they show you? I'm like, Dave, you're the one watching the game. Why don't you tell me, buddy? I couldn't tell you until I saw it as they panned out. It's off to the left, it's off to the right. But the viewer, I think, needs to see that. I think the viewer of the baseball game who's not in attendance needs to see the clock because then you know, like, all of a sudden, oh, ah, pitch, pitch, pitch. You know, like, they got to get it off. You know, like, just like a shot clock. Well, I'm never watching the clock. baseball game with Dave. I'm going to be. <laughs> like, I'm like the Leo ball. Uh, ball, too. <laughs> and then. Um, Foul. Uh, what you McCall? I was going to say something else. But Otani went out there, struck out 10. So good on him. See if the stage isn't too big in, like, August. Truth. Like that, For Volpe, that, that yeah. We'll see. We'll see. see then. Um, oh, that sort of thing. The, the, with the pitch clock. I also think there's a rule that you can only throw over twice to first base. Remember how they used to yeah, throw over like 17 times? You can't keep checking the runner. Dude, I was – it was like the game started at 1. It was 2 o'clock, one hour through, and I was in the fifth. And I was like, this game is So flying. there's going to be guys that are going to get really good at leading. Like they're going to try and get you to throw over. The bases are like the size of a pizza box now, <laughs> like a large pizza. You know, That's get, get a, a, a long enough lead – yeah, man, it's Keep gonna be interesting. Lead. How would you say a long lead, big lead, big lead? Big yeah. Lead. Hmm. Um, first like time. I told you about Otani. The big news in New York, uh, outside of the Yankees, is that yesterday, before the game even started, the Mets did get their first win of the season. However, Justin Verlander put on the IL. Is this that's going to be something you know that you have to worry about with an older pitcher like this? Like I, I know he came out and said it. The team came out and said it. Luckily, it's now and not well, July. They were, no, they were like, right, well, this is going to get bad early for Mets fans. So they Talk were like, about a return how, of investment. How hurt are you? He's like, I don't really know. He's like, well, we're going to tell everybody that if you had to, you could, and you just don't want to push it right? because you're 56. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, big, big uh, injury update as far as that. On the NFL front, not much going on, obviously. This is that low period between free agency and the draft. Mock drafts plenty. I do want to touch on one that went down yesterday. Cynthia Freeland of NFL.com put hers out. Uh, she's very, very, very analytical. Um, so she's really dives into the numbers. So sometimes, like, wins above her. Play, like, just a whole bunch of... Mm. So basically, like, it doesn't matter what she says. <laughs> she, she's going based off the numbers, on, not a feeling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? like, she's not watching film. I don't know. I, I don't know how she does based it. On, based on your assessment. is Chalk, like, one to four. Everybody knows I'll the take, I'll three take quarterback. Her, if she's mocking. Will, she's all right, so Will mocking. Levis, here's the interesting I'll one. Will uh, Levis to the Falcons at nine, uh, eight. So we just talked about how Desmond Ritter was the guy, which, by the way, on the Mojo app, there was a big bet alert that came up over the feed yesterday that somebody's going very long on Desmond Ritter. So the confidence is there, according to some of the users over on the Mojo market. Um, the Packers were the first ones to draft, draft the receiver. At 15, Jackson Smith and uh, Ninjigba. So the Packers get that one. The Giants land another tool for <laughs> – I mean, he might be a tool. but like A weapon. Tool, a weapon for Daniel Jones at 20, uh, 25 with uh, Zay Flowers. 
and another mock draft where the Dallas Cowboys take Bijan Robinson. We talked about him yesterday and how much of he. I've seen him get mocked now to three NFC East teams. The the odds on favorite according to Vegas. You got you got a mock to the, the like the Washington Commanders. Not me. I'm saying somebody did. Like Vegas has them at plus four fifty. Yeah. For if they go to the Commanders, Cowboys are on that list. The Eagles are now bumped because I think the um, the Eagles are out on that. I would I would hate to see this guy wind up running the the football for the NFC East across the board. Um, yeah. So anyway, huge. Um, uh, again, it's going to get bigger. Did you and see the faster pace Will, as we Will get Levis along. Workout or his? I guess how yoked he looked. Bro, he's he's going to get a hi. Will. Uh yeah, we're the piss guys. That's <laughs> Can fine. you just, I, I you just like that? You what you, you see, will get tested last for year, that. Last year he got hurt. He, he looked shredded. He couldn't work out as much. Um, but then I also saw yesterday a mock that had him slip out of the first round. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I did too. Quarterbacks, it's up in the air. I think that whoever wasted their pick on Anthony Richardson is going to regret it. What? Yeah. Wow, bold. Why? The Colts right now are mocked in this one again. You think he's going to bust? I mean, I, I don't believe in Justin Fields, so I'm not. I'm certainly not going to believe in this guy. Mm. And I, I don't think that he doesn't because he's not talented. It's He's got all the talent in the world. But when I hear things like, oh, he needs to work. He needs, and they're expecting him to come in and play the third pick overall. Guess what? You're not going to get much work. I don't know if, if the Colts draft Richardson. I don't think he starts right away, bro. There's probably a they couple, got Gardner Minshew like, over there. Throwing who's the ball well, seventy-five yards capable. is cool. Does not matter. Throwing it seventy in the NFL is just as just as good. You know, you don't yeah. need a seventy-five yard bomb. Nobody's doing those. Got to be on a rope. Nobody anyway. doing those. Mm-mm. So now to the NBA. Last night, you know, it's funny we talked about. How how Giannis and the Bucks have been just beating teams up throughout the course of the year. They've been the one seed, the, the no doubter. Yesterday they ran into a buzzsaw known as the Boston Celtics, as they now, mm. within a couple games left uh in the season, it looks like they got 76. So there's about six games left. You all right over there? <laughs> so, chug, chug. Oh, yeah, well, don't do that. Um, but three games now behind after last night's game. The the Celtics. Beat them by 41 points last night. The Celtics put up 140 points. Tatum scores 40. Jalen Brown scores 30. Are the Celtics equipped to take down the Bucks if push comes to shove? That's going to be a really good series if they match up, but I don't think so. I think, if anything, this was one of those games where you're like, all right, we're down however much. Nobody in the nobody barely played in the third and fourth quarter for the Giannis only had twenty four. Once it got out of control, they all kind of just said this game is over. Celtics scored seventy five in the first half. Yeah, so um, they were cruising. Yeah, it was a, it was an easy win. They shut it down early and they moved on. It was like a getaway day. So, hey, on the back <laughs> end of this one, we're just gonna shut it all down. But when it comes down to a playoff series in seven games, you like Giannis? I like Giannis. Yeah, Giannis has the playoff experience, obviously. Um, not that the Celtics don't, but guess no, what? Tatum has been deeper runs. I mean, Tatum kind of didn't show up in the postseason last year. He had that one good opening series, maybe a couple good games, but then in the second round, he completely fell flat. Yeah, so interested to see that. As there was only two games on the dock last night, um, we're looking at the standings real quick before I get into my next topic with the NBA. Um, it looks like going into the weekend once again from the four seed now all the way to the ten spot. We are three-and-a-half game separation with about six to play. It's going to get very interesting. And if you look at the schedule tonight on a Friday, look, the weekend's loaded with NBA games. Tonight, if I have to just kind of brush through the schedule, uh, New York is actually playing Cleveland. We'll get into New York in a second at Cleveland. Um, Memphis and L.A. has to happen. Uh, L.A. Uh, the Lakers go to Minnesota. 
Uh, Golden State, probably going to get another win. They got San Antonio, Sacramento, Portland. Dame Dollar ruled out for the rest of the season. That's real tough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that's, to me, we, we're talking about. Uh, they weren't winning anything, so why? Why would they keep on forcing the issue I mean, at this point? Yeah, I mean, there were four, there were four games out of that last that 10 spot. So that ain't happening, right? So the Portland Trailblazers are done. With like six games to play or seven games yeah, to play. Yeah, it would take a miracle for Portland to, to then, make any headway. And say, say you get it. Let's say you get it. Right, exactly. What's the what's the damage you that you're going to cause? Spanked either in the yeah. play-in or in round one. So. Phoenix and Denver tonight. There's a loaded slate. And then it would, Saturday, it would give April us all of that two. vintage Dame moment, though, because you know he would hit a game winner. Oh, yeah, of course. Dame time. Um, all right, so there is some alarming stuff. We've been talking about... Uh, the Knicks on their probability to run with the Cleveland Cavaliers throughout the course of the final weeks of the season because it just seemed to be that that was going to be the matchup. Um, now, last night or yesterday on the show, I did mention that, oh, man, Julius Randle, aw shucks, rolled his ankle. Let's see what the prognosis is. And sure enough, two Peace. weeks plus. Peace They're out, not bro. even going to reevaluate him until two weeks. So that would put him right in the middle of April. The playoffs start April 14th, 15th. So right away, he's in question to play in the first series against Cleveland. Now, my question (laughs) to you and I guess the masses, and I guess I'll critique it as well, can the Knicks do anything without their best scorer? Jalen Brunson obviously has been a nice breath of fresh air, right? No. You've seen quickly do his thing. Josh Hart's done his thing since coming over here. The Knicks are a deeper team than they were last year. And guys like Obi Toppin are going to have to come in there and play significant minutes. Yeah, but he hasn't gotten significant minutes all season. But he so will for the last two weeks of the season. Is that enough to gear up? Absolutely not. I mean, gear up for what? They're the playoffs. Be, they're going to be in the that that spot. I don't think that the Knicks would have beaten the Cavaliers with Julius Randle. So I think that they're. It's pretty much. So you could stick a fork in the Knicks at this point. If Randle comes back, <laughs> if they reevaluate and they're like, "Well, we're going to reevaluate him today," and he comes back and they reevaluate him and he's like, he didn't miss a he didn't miss a beat. Then maybe you could say that there's going to be a chance that they win that series, but with no Randall, even for a couple games, it's over. I think it's over anyway. Cleveland's a good team; they're playing well. It's not like they're yeah. I mean, are they playing well? Every time I say that, I feel like they're they're at least six and four in their last ten. You would imagine, right? Uh, I'm looking at Cleveland; they're seven and three in their last so ten. They're playing. They well. lost last yeah. uh, last night, so even, or two nights even ago. more so. The Cleveland's playing well; they're coming off a loss, and they're still seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, that's going to be a tough team to beat in the playoffs. They their ha- splits are kind of terrible. They're thirty and eight at home, and they're under five hundred on the road. Yeah, but guess what? What going into the Garden? It's like different feel. It's, it's almost like a neutral feel. gang tour, it, the territory. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the, the the Garden in the playoffs it does get buzzing a little oh, bit. Oh, it's going to buzz. But the thing about the Cavaliers that the Knicks don't have is they have the fourth quarter guy. They have somebody that could take over in the fourth. The Knicks right now, Julius Randle is supposed to be that guy, but I don't like that guy having to be someone that you have to get the ball to down low. I need. I would rather that be yeah, somebody that controls the He takes a lot of perimeter ill-advised shots. but Nonetheless, that's not how they're running their offense. It's not like Julius Randle's the, uh, controlling the ball. If, yeah. if he is, they're, they're stuck in neutral. So, yeah, so like I said, all signs point to the Knicks uh, having to play the Cavaliers. I mean, again, the Knicks would have to drop the net, pretty much the rest of their games for the uh, the Brooklyn Nets to catch them, uh, which I don't think happens. Brooklyn Nets all of a sudden are just like, I'm not looking at them as a threat, but they do have that young, scrappy team that's just like, okay, where are we going to go? They're 4-6 and six in their last 10, so they're not like, you know, kind of lighting up the, the, the standings they're boards get, at all. They're going to get beat really bad by who, Philly? Right now, it would be Boston. Boston? No, I'm sorry. It would be Philly. Yeah. It'd be a good series. No, it won't. <laughs> Absolutely. Not at all. It would not be a series, bro. Who's stopping Embiid on that team? 
probably nobody. 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 So, and not to mention, there's probably a little bit of uh, venom coming from from Philly. Oh yeah, with Harden, with yeah, the Harden, yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah. All oh that. yeah. By the way, Ben Simmons out for the rest of the year. There's a shocker. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I don't really. James Harden doesn't really strike me as like the the vindictive. I'm gonna. Coming from no, he's just a pain in the ass, and he likes to get traded everywhere he's been. He oh, stops man. there for four wanna, minutes. I'll talk to you after. What? James Harden's Instagram or whatever. He made a post. It's so weird. What I commented say? under it. Oh, oh, all right. And it was under Chop Studios that I commented, so I had to delete it because I was like, I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get roasted you know, by James Harden supporters. The content wasn't bad. What was the context? Can you say it on the air, or is it is it bad? Because if it is, then don't worry about it. He said something like, it was a story or a con- like an actual y'all post? Y'all don't know me, but your girlfriend does. And that was the caption. And it was uh, him, like, walking out of his car or, like, uh, into the... Well, he does know... He, so what do you wasn't think he, I, like, prominent, like, VIP strip club member? What do you, what do you think my <laughs> comment was? Um, the, but your teammates don't know you or something? <laughs> I I just put, this idiot. <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> Sorry, guys, if that's not allowed, but... I mean, man, look, just... What are you doing, bro? You're, yeah. in, you're in, like, your mid-30s at this point. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're, what are you talking about? It's like my Listen, wife. Beard game, <laughs> beard game... <laughs> trying to talk to my wife, dude? Yeah, right. What's wrong with you? <laughs> for, beard game We're strong. Here. Not so much your Instagram game. Speaking of uh, Twitter, not to bring this up. Well, I guess you could bring so it up. So go short on James Harden for that. <laughs> um, I, I have to bring this up. So Asante Samuel, who I know, you know, isn't um, in the league anymore, but he, he put out a tweet... I think this morning I came across it. He goes, Lamar, Jackson, this is for, like this tweet's for you. Trust me, you don't want to play for Bill Belichick. <laughs> I was like, oh. That was Asante Samuel Sr. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> oh, even- yeah, not Jr., sorry. Asante Samuel, the original Asante Samuel. Um, so that's interesting. I don't, look, going back to Lamar Big before. Trust. Woo, woo. You do not uh, want to play for him. Yeah, I, I just, the more I look at this situation and the longer the days drag on, I just feel like I'm leaning towards you now, Chris. I like it's either the Ravens or he just doesn't play. Yeah, they're they're using like collectively I just, the ownership. All of a sudden, I just owners and GMs are collectively using the Lamar situation to refix the Deshaun Watson debacle. Which I thought I thought they were already. I, I thought by what I'm saying, the Browns are trying to, to restructure and do all that crap just to make yeah, it not seem like you know you can't restructure like horrible. what was once guaranteed. They can't like make money less guaranteed now. They could only move it around. So. You know, the restructure is just to help the Browns. It doesn't alleviate the actual contract. The guaranteed money stays. Truth. Truth. Absolute truth. Okay. Um, but anyway, that was I found that pretty interesting. Now, obviously, tonight, I'm sorry, tomorrow, March Madness rolls on. Mm-hmm. We got ourselves a Final Four. We'll have ourselves a championship preview on Monday's show. But we do have the story of Florida Atlantic. The Owls have done some serious damage throughout the course of this tournament. They're in the Final Four as the ninth seed as they take on San Diego State. And, of course, this guy's bowing out. He's like, what? No, I'm good. I'm just college, checking in. College basketball. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> so, And, of course, the, hurricane, <laughs> the Hurricanes of Miami, the six, uh, the five seed taking on UConn uh, this weekend. Your picks, Chris, Where who, who do you think is – Coming out of this thing, who's going to be playing on the championship game on Monday? Who's going to do it? I'm going to go UConn, San Diego State. You chalk, 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 man. Oh, yeah, chalk, chalk. It's like there's two games. What, do you want me to pick one of the upsets? I think UConn's winning the whole tournament. (laughs) Yeah, I think so, too. And Florida Atlantic, come on. Do you really want to – like, it would be cool, but would it be – like, this is a national championship. National championship. Florida Atlantic, listen, their wins are – I don't really care for either of the teams that – I don't – people are going to make me – like when we're talking about NCAA football, it's like, could you imagine 
Could you imagine San Diego State having to get play like Alabama? They would. It would be. San Diego State. Don't tell me. Marshall, Marshall Falk. Falk. That's the one guy that sticks out to me. Um, but could you? Because I had his rookie like, card. <laughs> like these are not the two. But these are not the four best teams. No. In fact, Florida Atlantic is the only team in the NCAA tournament. Ready for this one? Just a little nugget here. Florida Atlantic is the only team in the tournament remaining who has not covered a, a I know spread. I'm going to get dragged <laughs> by some college basketball people for this, but I, I think it's it. People love this tournament for the way it's set up. But for me personally, I don't love it. I think that they should play the series in the Final Four. Or even in the Elite Eight, two of three. Like I know that they would never do that, but it just it would make oh, the no, winners more true. It makes it so true. much better when it's, when it's one and done, it man. Makes it, it makes it where like a team that has no business being in the national championship is there. And that's the way I look at it. And I know that, again, I'm not a college basketball guy, so I really don't care what anybody thinks about that, that take. That's my opinion on it. I don't. I'm not interested in seeing San Diego State compete for a national title or Florida Atlantic. They're like the. They're not even in the top fifty. Or are they? I, I mean, know. I don't know. <laughs> Florida top Atlantic 40? was a nine seed in the tournament, so yeah. So like, they how, would have to be where out are there. they ranked if you did the whole national ranking outside <clears throat> the top twenty-five? Where's Florida Atlantic? I don't know. I'm not telling you to look. No, no, no. I'm saying. just saying the spread of that game, the first game, is San Diego State minus two. Um, so UConn's winning based on that. Just based off the fact that they, they're going to struggle against Florida Atlantic? No, based on the fact that I wasn't even paying attention to what you were saying. <laughs> Florida Atlantic is dogs by two. I, for one, okay? I've watched this team thoroughly over the an, tournament. It would be an embarrassment for me to be able to, for me to pick that game. I Let's go Florida Atlantic. Keep this momentum Bro. going. Keep the positive mojo happening. Get yourselves to the title <laughs> game. I'm picking Florida Atlantic to win this game. San Diego State. Name a player from San Diego State, and it's like Marshall Falk from 25 years ago. That's, <laughs> that's all I got. And, of course, in the Miami game, UConn is favored by five Sorry, and a boys. half over Miami. This one might get, I don't want to say ugly, but UConn is a powerhouse. We've seen them roll through the tournament the way they have. I don't think there's any chance for Miami to get this game. My championship finals would be a hell of a story. It would be UConn the powerhouse versus the little engine that could in Florida Atlantic. That's my championship picks. I think for, for for at least viewership purposes, people will be more invested in that than San Diego State, where there's no story outside of the fact that they were it just, you know, like they've 20, gotten through the tournament. It would be like 20th-ranked UConn powerhouse against, like, um, the 60th-ranked Florida Atlantic. That would be so dope for the national, for the natty. <laughs> Somebody's break. cutting down a net. Give me a break, Somebody is bro. cutting down a net. I'm excited Cool story, about but I'm, Listen, I'm excited about it. So, anyway, plenty of stuff going on this weekend. Obviously, we just talked about the Final Four that's happening. Um, and obviously, you have a, a loaded NBA slate tonight. Lighter tomorrow, heavier on Sunday. But the NBA season is wrapping up very, very quickly. Baseball is just getting going. I know the Yankees have the off day today because they build that into the schedule, right? They're, they're not playing today. I think it's just Saturday, Sunday um, against the San Francisco Giants. Plenty of Arson Judge jerseys out there, by the way, yesterday at Yankee Stadium. That was the gag. Uh, and, of course, over the weekend, I don't know if it happens. I got this weird feeling that it gets done. I don't know why the Aaron Rodgers thing gets done over the weekend. I'm not sure why, because I think Saturday is a very slow news day, you know, as far as sports are concerned. It's light on the NBA. So you think like baseball starts. So you think that like the Jets and the Packers were are like, let's pick out a day next week or whether no, a lighter. I, listen, I, you'd be surprised how many owners do that. How many owners say like, wait until the right moment to drop this? Well, I don't. Bomb. I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of Packers ownership. I don't think that that's where we're headed in this in, with this one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do us a favor, everybody. Follow us on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, and the Twitter machine, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Do yourself a favor also, join the Discord. That is the daily conversation to be had, where you can start talking about all of your bets and everything like that. I am going to pull up the app real quick because that's what I do. It's so smooth. It happens so fast. You just hit unlock. There's my face. Hello. And there we are. Uh, big bet alert coming off the board uh, at 3. Ready for this? 3 o'clock in the morning. This is Pat Volkmer. <laughs> put, your, put your phone down, buddy. Yeah, big bet alert. $10,200. Long bet on Foster Moreau. So that's it's a feel-good thing. Get back on the field. And, and, and get back out there. That's, I, I want to say it's risky because it is. Um, I think um, it's pretty, pretty it, smart. Right? Because right now his stock's probably at its lowest. All right, yeah. That's the truth. I mean, that's just sort of this. But the final four bets are out there. You can see them on the Mojo app right now. Get on over there. All the prop bets are ready, loaded up, ready to go. Final four action. We'll talk about the championship game and those games as it happens on Monday. So have a good weekend, everybody. Check us out on Mojo.com as well. All the writers are putting out their own mock drafts, their ranking players. It's all there for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci. This has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Yes, yes. Back here on Monday morning. Have a good weekend, everybody.